for Adam Turla and his band Murder by Death, this weekend's Pit Stop Music Festival in Bloomington is a kind of homecoming. Turla founded the group with his personal and professional partner, cellist Sarah Balliette, 15 years ago while attending IU. But last year, while preparing its seventh album, the band relocated to a new hometown, Louisville, and has found itself in new territory, geographically and musically. When I moved to Bloomington in 99, I thought I was moving there for four years, and I ended up staying 15. And it's kind of a common story there because it's a a relaxed place. It's an affordable place. It's got culture. It's a place that I just think has an independent spirit you know, in the Midwest. With a change of scenery for Murder by Death that happens has come a change in sound. The band has long been known for gothic, story-driven songwriting, for Turla's moody baritone vocals and Balliette's cello. The reviews of the new album, called Big Dark Love, are mostly positive, but often cite a more streamlined sound. If I ask you, would you tell me no? This time in the studio, Turla says, he sometimes started with just his guitar and voice and instructed the other four players to add only the minimum, he chalks it up to the need for the band to evolve. You know, different songs call for different approaches, and I was really happy with some of the ways that um, we were able to basically just not jam a ton of of playing in two songs that I think were served better by being uh, more spare. Living in Louisville has granted Turla and the band easy access not only to a recording studio they like, but also to a unique concert venue, in June, they'll be playing a series of secret shows to an audience of 200 in an underground cavern. And what we're going to do is we actually rented it for a week so that we can rehearse in the cavern to make sure that we are um, using the sound of the cavern for the concert. So we're, we're going to kind of do like a stripped set probably just to make sure that we're not just making this cacophonous nightmare show um, unless that's really cool for a certain song. We've never done anything like that where the room is almost like a sixth member of the band where you have to work with it and figure out what makes sense. They aren't just tickets to shows in a cavern. They're tickets to the band's independence. Over the last three years on Kickstarter, fans have been able to make pledges ranging from $8 to 10000 and be rewarded with innovative incentives ranging from a copy of the next single to a trip with the band to Graceland. What began in 2012 as a way to subsidize vinyl production of its album Bitter Drink, Bitter Moon and to pre-sell records turned into a fundraising phenomenon. In 2012, the band set out to raise $100,000. Before making the new record, they set the bar at $150,000. Each time, they nearly doubled their goal. For a while, they could claim the third most lucrative music-related project in the history of Kickstarter. Turla claims to be pleased, but not altogether surprised. A lot of people don't realize that that you know Kickstarter is not just money money from nowhere. It's the people who are the most successful on it have been you know building their audience for a very long time. In my experience, the groups that um, go for the everything now kind of approach don't you the musicians don't usually benefit from it as much as the industry does. But I've always been kind of like a do your own thing. Eventually, people will, will catch up, 
and you know figure figure out if you're doing something honest and something that's yours. And Kickstarter, I think, caters mostly to groups that people already are big fans of, and it's just a it's a great platform for groups like us that have been around for a while, that are still growing, but have never had like a huge shot to to go really big. Doing well on Kickstarter, Turla says, has given the band new options. Last year, they felt free to tour a little less, and they've been pursuing ways to give back, including donating a portion of their merchandise sales this weekend to the food pantry Mother Hubbard's Cupboard, a place they once relied on from time to time in the town where they made their name. For WFIU Arts, I'm John Bailey.